Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, I'm Cassie Parks, host of the Champagne Life Party with the goddess known as Jackie, who runs the fabulous parlor, and talks all about LOA housing and help you turn your home into a vision board. This is the sixth call in our series about turning my new home into my living vision board for the next uh, phase of my life, next up-leveling. I'm excited about this call. This call is Q&A, and I have a... Um, I already have a question. Do you have any questions you want to go over, Jackie, as well, that people gave you or that you've heard? Um, just one, and that was a, right at the very beginning, actually, and I thought it would be a good time to revisit it, um, and that has to do with um, the people that you live with. <laughs> that is a great question. Yeah, let's talk about that. What do I do with the people I live with? Uh, yeah, it. Um, I had it. It was raised again in the parlor a little while ago, and um, I just wanted to say here that the honoring of your past as a family is incredibly important. And when you do that, it'll often help everybody get on board with honoring each other's individual paths. So, if you, for example, start totally changing the entire lounge and dining room to make an office like I just did, (laughs) that may cause some issue if your family isn't on board with or has no idea, firstly, why you're suddenly moving their favorite TV chair and now they have to turn their head this way at some awkward angle. Right? It's It's that kind of a feeling. So, I would always suggest that when you start nesting, along with the clarity of where you want to head, it would be really helpful to get your family on board and see where this can be a joint journey as well as an individual one. Because the the family entity or the marriage entity or simply the couple entity is as vital and energetic a being as you yourself are. Two people together make a third energy. And so that energy needs to be honored. And um, a lot of the time I find with people that I work with that if they just not, not ask for permission, but explain what they're doing and why they're doing it, Um, a lot of the dissatisfaction that seems to come up from other family members can almost dissipate. And in fact, it usually does. And they get encouraging, which is really, really cool. So um, communication generally will solve most things. And if you are extremely clear, which is why the clarification comes up right at the very, very beginning, get your clarity, you can then get them on board. You're not, if you're unclear, they get confused. They would rather stay where they are. They are than leap into something unknown. But if you're really clear, 
and you get them to see the benefits that everybody gets, um, then it becomes a communal effort and it can be vastly more powerful. I know because with the upheaval I've just had in my own home, having my husband on board 100% has made everything easier when I'm doing my my nesting and shifting around and stuff. So that was just... um, just a note, we probably could have covered a lot earlier, but it does come up and it is something that clarity and communication will solve most disputes. Yes, and I, that brings up a good topic. You mentioned this before and I think it's a good place to say it again. You know, what you do and what I do with um, in-depth scripting really goes hand in hand. And it's. I think it's a good thing to also say that, you know, talking about where you want to go as a family as a whole and how all the pieces fit into that is important as well as just this is where I want to go, do you want to go with me, kind of what's this whole journey look like for everyone that lives in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm. And especially I will say if you have knee highs, if, you, if anybody listening has kids, small kids, um, they often can't see later than dinner time. I mean, seriously, you know, right. <laughs> planning right. does not yeah. extend... Planning does not extend past, you know, what's for her, what's due for homework tomorrow's for tomorrow's class. So, when you get them on board as to an immediate reward, okay, so I'm going to sit and do some work in my new office, and you're going to sit and watch cartoons for a little bit, and then we're going to do this, a reward, or let's get everything picked up from your off your floor because you know how that makes you sleep better. Yeah, then they can get that. If you're saying this is going to make you a better person, no, that's not going to work. So, um, you know, it's, it is very much a case of reach the people in your life where they're at. They may not be as far along this na- uh, deliberate creator's path as you are. And so it is your turn to guide, just the way Cassie and I are hoping to guide you. Definitely, yeah. I'm thinking of um, when one participant and many, many, many I have for sure, and I'm going to make sure she listens to this call because we did an exercise, you know, what would you do if you got $10,000 tomorrow? And so then they started playing that as a family. And I thought that was a really good way to open up the conversation about creation and having fun. And then that's a really good way to segue into, hmm, what should we do with our, you know, what, how would our house look different? How could we mm-hmm. do that? And she had older, you know, their uh, preteen and teenagers, but yeah, I think there's lots of ways into that fun conversation, and you're absolutely right. You have to meet them where you're at, and sometimes that means just you know giving them that reward, and sometimes that's about you know let's ha- let's play this fun game, you know, what mm-hmm. if you won the lottery, or what if what if you exactly. know thousand dollars tomorrow? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and and uh, you know a lot of the times um, only one person in a family will begin this. Like you know the people who've joined money, money, money. You see them often mention, oh, and my partner got on board, or she was, you know, he or she was really excited when I said I did this or whatever. And um, and that's so cool because you you bring the people you love because you love what you're doing and what you're creating. It's natural for you to extend it to the people you love, and that it, there's a lot of juice there. Yes, that's a, that's a great point. And I, w- what you said um, is something I just want to make sure we highlight as well, is that it's about doing what you love. You don't have to get everyone on board at the beginning. It helps if you, 
you know, ideally if you can sit down and you've had this conversation, but even your husband and you have been doing this for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. This wasn't just like, you know, he magically got on board the first, you know, right now. Oh, um, no. I, I in fact, in fact, I read The Secret and watched the movie every day because that was my first taste of deliberate creation, right? So I got the book. I was working at um, Barnes & Noble. I got the book. I then uh-huh. bought the movie, and I watched the movie every single day for a month, and magical things started happening, but I still hadn't told my husband because right. he is an engineer, and I figured that this was too woo-woo for him. Uh-huh. I just I made that decision for him, right? And so when things started happening... And I said, um, well, I'm, I'm doing this thing called Law of Attraction. And I sat him down on a Saturday afternoon. And I, I remember the movie seemed about six hours long because I was so <laughs> nervous as to how this would land with him. It was so funny. And he looked at me and he said, so what's our first goal? What are we going to do? It, it, it basically asked, what are we going to script first? And the first thing we scripted was moving somewhere warmer because it was the middle of winter in Minnesota and we were just kind of had it, you know. Um, but, yeah, and it, and it really did. So I totally get the nervousness of explaining this new way of thinking, a new way of being to somebody that you adore whose opinion matters. And, mm. and then so that's why clarity and what the work that you do with scripting, Cassie, is so important because when you are clear to, for yourself, it's less fuzzy and confusing when you try and explain it or pass it on, share your vision with somebody that you love. Mm-hmm. That's really a good point. Clarity is king. And if you get clear first, the, the waters aren't muddy when you're talking to someone else. And not exactly. the explanation, but in the where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and also, of course, if you've had some successes under your belt, you know, if you did the, the first thing and you've, you've found the extra money that came out of nowhere and you say, look, I did this, I wrote this in my book, and here's what happened two days later, then you've got like ammunition, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not just being a nut here. This stuff works. And, um, and you know, it's it's... It's easy sometimes to discount discount how strange this way of thinking is to those who've only had access to the usual programming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right? And so this whole idea of, yes, you'll move your furniture and you can land a new job, yeah, that sounds a bit bad <laughs> unless you've had, <laughs> unless you know exactly what you're talking about and you've had the guidance and you've had a little bit of success then your enthusiasm and your confidence can be amped up and it, it's easier then to, to get it get others on board. Right, exactly. I love that. So, yeah, it's, start with you. Like, don't worry about what anyone else thinks. You know, obviously, Agreed. if you change out the whole house, you might have to, you know, but you can start small, right? Like, so if mm-hmm. someone was saying, I don't know if my husband's going to be on board or my family's going to be on board, where would you might tell them to start? How would how's a simple way they could start doing this for themselves and practicing and getting some results and then maybe bringing everyone else on board? Well, you're exactly right. That's the exact timeline. I think they need to follow your money money um, uh, course. Do the things that you tell them because they're all small and they're all individual. Um, start getting some uh, some traction. Right? 
And remember that, yes, you are part of a unit, um, a pair uh, or a family or whatever, but you are an individual first and foremost, and you will always be that. So um, always, you know, love, you've got to love others as much as you love yourself, which means that you've got to love yourself first. So do your own thing. And then when that gets some traction, share the good news with others because, um it's unlikely that, I mean, it happens, that your path will look completely different to what, um, you know, your husband or your partner or your family thought it was going to be. But if that's the case and it's something you love and they love you, chances are they're going to get on board first. But it always comes down to you work on yourself and your path and your clarity and then let it all unfold because it will be easier mm-hmm. that way around than trying to explain something you're not quite sure of. Right. Definitely. I love that. Ooh, cool. All right. So, um, do you, like, is there, um, so is there one place, do you think, where, if if someone wanted to just start in their house, like, so let's say they started the Money Money course and then they just wanted to start just doing a little bit what do you mm. think? Is there an easier place to start? Is there I think any any space that is yours. So, okay. for example, I started with my bedside table. My bedside okay. table is nobody else's. I mean, nobody else gives a damn about my bedside table. Let's face it. So, <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> so I started there, and I made what was an in, uh, basically a mini activation station at the time. Um, I put a little, you know, a little picture of um, an Atlanta house that I loved. Um, and I, I put, um, basically it's a, it's a pebble that I picked up when the last time I'd been down Atlanta and that was, that was it. Um, and that was my, and my journal went there obviously. And I was writing, doing my scripting, the beginnings of my scripting. Um, and, and I had a little affirmation on, um, I live somewhere warm. That was my very first affirmation. Um, <laughs> it just shows you how much I didn't like Minnesota weather. Right. But <laughs> I live somewhere warm. And at that point, Atlanta was a good bet, but it wasn't the only bet, right? I mean, I wasn't going mm-hmm. to hang off the universe, but it was a good place to start. Um, and that was my first thing. And that didn't affect anybody except me. So every time I went to bed, I would see it. I would go, oh, yeah. That's cool. Every time I went, got up in the morning, it would be the first thing. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm affirming today. I'm going to be moving to somewhere warm. And and that was really what I played with. And then my closet was the next step. I moved all my summer clothes into a place where I could see them. Even though it was winter I could, I, and I needed my winter clothes accessible, I still put my summer stuff right where I could see them. Um, I remember putting my, my swimming costume, my bikini, on the top of my underwear drawer. Yeah, it was kind of in the way, but it reminded me that I was moving somewhere where I would actually need that. So mm-hmm. these are these are the things. We all, even if we live in a very full house, we have a space that is ours. We may have a drawer. We may have a bedside table. We may even have a desk um, or an office space. These are the places that you start. I love it. Love it. Cool. And speaking of wealth, that is actually, I think that was very good tips, Jackie. And I, you gave so many options. I mean, that was three distinct things someone could do that doesn't have anything to do with anyone else's space or common space. I mm-hmm. think that's perfect. And yep. I love, especially the bedside table, because first thing you see when you go to, when you wake up, and last thing you see when you go to bed. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if that's where your gratitude journal, I got one of the, when the secret came out, they brought out a gratitude journal as well. And I got that. And that was where I started my three gratitudes in the evening mm-hmm. and my little gratitude journal lived there. And and it's an anchor, right? We've spoken about right. anchors and the importance of reminding ourselves to stay in the beingness that we want to be in. And that's really, that's what it was. Um, very simple, and uh, I will tell you, for the first month, Malcolm didn't notice at all, because he, you know, it wasn't on his radar. Why would he? Um, right. So yeah. it was just, it, and and that will be the same for anybody. If you suddenly start, if you, for example, decide that you're going to up level your family's dinner experience, and you put um, a tablecloth out, and instead of paper plates and plastic stuff, you get the china out, and you do that, and they say why. You say because it feels better. Believe mm-hmm. me, you probably won't need more expen- uh, your more um, explanation than that, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, a lot of the times we um, we get so nervous about what could happen that we scare ourselves out of doing anything. Um, this the step by step, small changes at a time. Firstly, will ease that, and secondly, a lot of the time, people will the people who love you will be on board because it makes you happy, and that makes them happy. Right. Love it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned um, you know your wealth activation station, and the question that I got was actually from Kathleen, and she wanted to hear about my how did I um, anchor wealth and making money and especially passive income. If you know me, you know that's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wanted to know how we anchor that and how I anchor that. So you want to talk about wealth anchors? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. You want to dive in first? Sure. Mm. So as, as I, I'm glad I got to actually do this question twice because at first it was like, I mean, I knew we had a spot and I want you to talk about the wealth spot and we put a special lamp in, the, in my wealth spot. And um, one of the things I learned from you is to actually turn that on with intention. And so at night, I will almost always, you know, at a certain point of night, it's usually the time when I, um, sometimes even when I'm still working, because sometimes I work late at night because sometimes I take the middle of the day off. But um, so I'll turn it on, you know, when, the, when it gets dark, I'll turn it on because it's a really soft lamp and it just feels cozy. It adds that hotel look. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I think, and you can jump in where, where it's different, but it, it was, there's a lot of anchors, but a lot of them don't specifically, they, we didn't say, like, this is about wealthy. We said, this is about the feeling I want. For me, the feeling, A, of champagne and sacred champagne really is, feels wealthy to me. Um, we, uh, what was I going to say? Um, the hotel feel making my bedroom space feel like a hotel, like a very nice hotel, not like a Motel 6. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny because that hardly goes without saying, so it amuses me that you said that. <laughs> okay, so not a Motel 6. All right. right. Like a beautiful, luxurious hotel room. Um, you know, probably at like a boutique hotel is the way it looked. Um and so making that, having that statement, it was kind of taking that overall and spreading my wealth and abundance throughout. Is that what you would say we did? Yes, absolutely. We did have um, a very particular feel 
um, to the room, and that was a well-spaced feel. And, of course, the, the, the fact that it ties in with your travel is really kind of a bonus. Um, but, you know, most people would like more wealth in their lives. Um, so whatever that wealth feels like to you, you can anchor it in the whole place. But to have something that is done routinely and almost like a ritual with intention, oh, that is that is very, very powerful. Um, and so your wealth light, uh, for anybody who's interested in the basics of feng shui, if you stand about to enter your front door, so standing facing the house in, as though you're about to walk into your front door, your house's far left-hand corner is the wealth section for your house. Um, we can go into the more if you know if you're missing that section or whatever. But hopefully, if your house is more or less square, or your apartment is more or less square, the far left-hand corner is your wealth section. And light and a plant are the two things that will really activate that. So Cassie had a beautiful. That was the mini chandelier one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, okay. the diamonds. There's like three diamonds. That's right, yeah. It was gorgeous. And also very sleek, very upper hotel room feel to it. So that was an anchor for the wealth. And for me, I have a purple, a mini purple chandelier. Um, And I've just activated my wealth section again, and I took the biggest and most luxurious plant that I have, and I put it there with an uplight underneath it because I'm doing some major activation of that. And... um, so anybody can have a light that when the sun goes down in the evening, you turn it on and go, my wealth fills my life. You know, you can say something, whatever whatever speaks to you. But when I switch mine on, I say, I'm turning my wealth light on because my, light, the, my wealth floods my life. And then I just, you know, I switch it on. And the the best thing about those kind of anchors is that nobody's any the wiser. You could go and visit Cassie, you'd see her beautiful apartment, but you would never know that that particular light has any significance whatsoever. But Cassie knows, and that makes the difference. That is, that's the genius and magic of intention setting. So that um, the wealth, if you have a wealth corner that you can activate, firstly make sure it's clean and tidy. Mm-hmm. Make sure that um, you know, you you don't want you don't want like a, a pile of old magazines or you know your trash bin, for example. Those are not the kind of significant things that you want in your wealth corner. A light, a plant, um, some kind of water feature is always a good idea. That's why when you go into a Chinese restaurant, you almost always see a fish tank at the entrance. Those are the kind of anchors that they use in feng shui. And if you want more um, info, it's so easy to Google, but those are the kind of things that you can use to activate a general wealth feeling. But when you set an intention and you do it deliberately, that's when the real magic starts. Mm, that's awesome. So, yes, when you do it, I love it. I want to go back to kind of what we did in my current my current home, but I want to – so what would you put – because it's a little bit different. So my wealth corner was my bedroom before. Is easy to put that. So would you put the bigger version of that lamp there, or would you do a plan? What would you do now? Because it's more in the living room space. I think um, because you have so much beautiful light, I think um, what I kind of saw for that corner just from the pictures uh-huh. is a small table 
this would be round because uh-huh. round equals money, right? You know, you're looking at a coin size, a coin shape. Um, and then if you could get a big vertical plant, an upward feeling plant, with a, you could do a, um, there's actually one called a money plant, but it's not, it's not an upward one. You need something big and luxurious. Um, and maybe even a table fountain if you wanted to have something um, with a flow of money, you could put it on there too. But a plant and an uplight would work really, really well because you have so much natural light and the plant will love it there too. Okay, and what's an uplight? An uplight is actually, it looks like an oversized can, um, like oh. almost like a paint can, but a little bit narrower. Yeah. And and they are designed to throw light upwards. So okay. you put them at the bottom of things. You put them um, on the floor, or you put them like right behind a plant plot, a plant. Oh. <laughs> and, and then they shine the light upwards, as opposed to most like standing lamps and things, which will shine the light down. So... Oh. And an uplight, it's just that energetic feeling um, that that gives you. And besides, it gives you some really beautiful patterns on the ceiling, which is always nice. Cool. Okay. Is there anything you wouldn't put in your wealth corner? Yes. Clutter. Um, any kind of place that doesn't get any love or attention, you want it to be an energetic, energetically uplifting place. You don't want it to be... Uh, if it's, for example, if it's a closet... One of the really best tips is to paint the back wall of the closet purple, and try and leave the light oh. on in there if you can. Purple uh-huh. is a wealth. Purple is a beautiful wealth activator. It's one that's traditional for um, for feng shui. Um, and then if it is cluttered, clean it with intention, um, tidy it up, honor it. If it happens to be like mine is a stairway at the moment, um, in this house it's the stairwell. So I've put this up light. Um, and the big plant, I've also hung my money gong there that gets whacked mm-hmm. every time money comes into the house. Um, I also have put Clarence, my money dragon. He's there. Um, I'll share a picture. I actually took it. It's in my, uh, it's in my parlor pictures. I'll yeah. share it with you. Um, Kathleen just asked about mirrors in the wealth area. Mirrors always will double what you, um, what you put there. So I used a mirror behind the big plant. It doubles the light. Mm-hmm. It doubles the plant. Um, the only time you need to be careful is if it's directly across from your front door. If you have a bathroom in your wealth area, then you'll need to explore some cures. Um, my house that cost us $20,000 had a bathroom in the, in the wealth area, and it drained away most of our finances. So um, I'm, I don't want to scare anybody. <laughs> there are ways to fix that. Um, I just wasn't aware of them at the time and um, could have done, could have handled it better. So, mm-hmm. but most of the time, oh, and the other exciting thing is, for example, in your bedroom, you mm-hmm. can find the wealth area of your bedroom or the wealth area of your office. So it's the same uh-huh. thing. You just stand, stand as though you're about to enter the room uh-huh. and on right. the far left-hand corner will be your wealth activation station, so your area. So you could maybe put your put your desk there, maybe you put a plant there, maybe that's where the standing lamp goes. Maybe, um, you know, if your phone is your primary source of where your income comes through, maybe that's where you put the charger, you know, the charging station. Maybe that's where you put, um, maybe that's where you put your laptop, that kind of thing. So, but just being aware of it 
amps up the into you know attention oh. always amps up intention anyway. So yeah. Okay. So I love that. So do you get to so in my bedroom? I believe my wealth. Well, the wealth corner might it might be next to actually my bedside table, close to it. So that's good. Yes. Um, what if it and then so like so do you get to so. How do you determine the corners, or maybe it doesn't even matter. Maybe it's the same, actually. So, like, you know how I have an office nook. Yes. Um, and is the wealth corner, is it from when you stand looking in, or if I, is it, like, from the front door place? Does that make sense? You always have, for every area, you can have a different wealth act. And if you really want to, you can activate all of them, right? And so, basically, right. the the bagua, the the feng shui map of the areas, the activation areas, um, that applies, you can overlay that on the whole house or mm-hmm. on a room or on your desk. Um, so for your nook, I would be inclined to stand facing the window, mm-hmm. you know, and so that um, so that you're walking towards where your desk is going to go and, and lay it out from there. That kind of, although I haven't been into the space, that kind of feels like that would be the entrance, you know, walking exactly. towards the desk. Um, because you've got the long wall on the right, the little short wall on the left, and then the window at the end. So that kind of feels like the office. So I would, I would put your plant on the left-hand side of that office window. Your aura, or a, well, or a light fitting in, or something. Is actually the purple chalkboard paint wall to be the background. Which oh, is perfect. That is website. absolutely perfect. Yes, absolutely. Perfect? <laughs> so when you're saying that, I was like, I want to ask her because I think that's the perfect. I mean, it was I was already going to do it, right? And then mm-hmm. I could just done more if I needed to, you know, whatever to activate something else. But that's oh. really cool that that's already perfect for that. And and the other thing I would get is something like a multifaceted crystal um, oh, and okay. just hang it from, you can put a little tiny cup hook into the ceiling and hang it down on a purple thread so that it catches the light okay. um, from the window. And then as it's, as it is there, it will activate that whole nook almost with its own bubble. It will be really pretty. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I love that. So, mm-hmm. um, back left corner of any space, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and anybody there... who's listening, if this seems confusing, please just get hold of me. I can help. Um, and then, of course, just Google. But uh, I just wanted to say, remember, this is called the it's the Western School of Feng Shui, or else the Black Hat School. It's not traditional compass feng shui, which is the original Chinese one, which I... I tried and I've studied a little bit and I've found to be a lot less friendly than this one. I really like the idea of being able to position the energy of the flow of the house. It makes sense to me that the energy of the flow or the energy flow in the house will come from the front door. And that is how that is how this the Western school is laid out. So um, but I'm here if you want to just ask some questions, either in the Champagne Life group or email me or on my Facebook wall, wherever. I'll happy to answer. Yes, or in the parlor, you can request to be in Jackie's mm-hmm. group where she talks a lot about this all the time. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and you can also hire Jackie. To, yes. You can send her the plan of your house. 
and she can, you know, help you with basic outlines as little, whether it's just helping you with the, uh, you know, figuring out the corners and then saying go, or whether you want more help in figuring out, okay, now you have, like, this outline. How can you put anchors and activation stations in them and, and do the things that need to be done? So mm-hmm. um, that's always an option, and I highly, highly recommend that because I just know how much better at this stuff I've become and, uh, in the last eight months, you know, going into my house and, like, you know, it's really, mm-hmm. it was really helpful to work with you one-on-one and now be able to have you as a resource as well and go back and say, okay, just like I just did. Okay, so that's perfect to put the purple wall there, right? And then yeah. you adding on your little extra touch of put the um, the crystal, which there's actually one that didn't hang on the chandelier because it was too long. So I um, have that perfect. I already have that. So I'm Yay. looking at <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's so cool, you know, because a lot of the time I was actually um, talking in the parlor the other day about going shopping in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, we went shopping in your house, you know, um, you, you can, a lot of the time we get so used to things being where they've always been mm-hmm. that we don't see them anymore and they lose their juice. So you go to your bedroom and you have a, you know, or maybe in your dining room, you have a mini chandelier light or something that you've, you know, it's always been in the dining room. Well, you move that to your bedside table. Oh, now it's an activation session. Now it's got juice. Now it's got intention. Now it has an energy. You know, it'll it'll give you what you're looking for. But and you didn't have to pay anything for it. So um, a lot of the time we will have what we need. We just have to know that we need it and where to put it and have the intention to have that thing where we want it. Yes, and. And I love that. Doing it with intention matters and coming up with that overall feeling of what you want and what you want to activate in your space in the beginning is really, it's key. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't know where you're going, and if that picture is um, squishy, everything else, you know, isn't solid. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's all about focus, and that's why the clarity thing, we keep both coming back to the same place. The clarity is so important. So start your scripting. Get your, get your, get your picture focused because that opens the door to so much else. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that opens the door when you know where you're going. You know, if it's, There was no question that wealth would be integrated into my house when it was, you know, when we did this before because that, that, well, it's who I am. I'm a money coach. So uh, <laughs> that's a big deal. You know, it's a, maybe even a bigger deal, you know, than for someone else. But um, so, you know, we knew when we saw the magic, we always talk about the magic pillow. Um, <laughs> you know, that said sacred and it said champagne and it said wealth because it's gold and silver, you know, decorations all over it. So it really mm-hmm. activated that wealth. So, it wasn't just in the, you know, we did the wealth corners, like by my bedside, but it was, and everything that came in the house really anchored wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And things that reflected wealthy. So it's not just like wealthy. I mean, I love the chandelier. I love chandeliers. Not everybody, that doesn't represent wealth for everybody, but I love the prettiness of the chandelier, but we also anchored it in putting pictures and mementos from travel in the hall. We did it you know, in the hotel feel like we've talked about. We just did it in every single step that we could. 
Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a layered thing, right? I mean, it's yeah. one layer on top of the other, um, and it becomes uh, coherent, right? Everything's going in the same direction, and that makes all the difference. And again, then we swing back again to the family. If the whole family is heading in the same direction, you've got so much more juice to that intention and that creating. Um, and the deliberateness of it all means that the manifesting is going to come faster. Yes. Yes, definitely, which is so fun when it does come faster. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> As I get re- ready to move into my, my beautiful new uh, space, I'm, oh. I've, got, <laughs> I know I've got three calls after this, and then I'm starting the move, so I'm excited. Oh, oh gosh, can't wait. <laughs> can't wait to see those colors up on the wall. Did you just swoon when you saw them? Yes, they're beautiful. One, uh-huh. I had to get a little bit darker, but the, the bedroom is perfect. I finished painting the bedroom right. I thought I was going to be late for the call because I was finishing up. I wanted this one part of the bedroom. I actually ended up with the champagne color in in one corner of the bedroom as well. Good. And so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just like, oh, I got to finish this. And, it, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> stuff in my closet. And, oh, my goodness, yeah. So divine, so divine. I'm so excited. So, and I love, um, good, Kathleen says we definitely answered the wealth anchor question, so that's exciting. I'm wondering, I'm going to ask her, Kathleen, if I can share some of what you shared with me yesterday about the things you've done, let me know, because I think that was some really good ideas that you had. Um, So any other good wealth anchors, Jackie? So, oh, I know I had a question before you answer that one. So mm-hmm. you said no old magazines. So would you suggest not even putting like luxury magazines there, or would oh that yeah, that's that's very different. What I meant is, you know, the pile of magazines that most people have that they never read and they're now out of date, and it's just exhausting to think of sitting down to read them. Um, yeah, that kind of stale energy is not what we want. If you've got a couple of um, gorgeous up-to-date magazines and they really anchor a wealth feeling for you, yeah, then absolutely, that's perfect. Awesome. Cool. I have, I didn't even realize, I have my my Tony Robbins book on money in my wealth activation corner sitting on my bedside. (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. Couldn't be better. Yeah, awesome. And, I mean, for me, for example, my my wealth feeling is um, is very Baroque, very... Um, opulent, right? And so the um, the more glitz and glamour that I can have and the more gold that I have in my space, the more everything feels wealthy. I'm busy painting um, a bookcase to be sort of French French chateau type thing and I'm putting gilding on it and, and then I'm also painting a, um, a curtain rod uh, that's now silver, but it's going to be gold, and that's going up to create a a kind of a theater drape that's going to basically make a um, a far bigger statement of opulence in my dining room. So, um, and these things are, I mean, I'm just using stuff that I have around the house, uh-huh. but but it it does illustrate that wealth feels different for everybody, uh-huh. and so whatever your listeners, um, whatever, who, if, if you're listening to this and you go, well, my wealth doesn't look like a hotel room, whatever your wealth looks like, you mm-hmm. can anchor it in your home. And chances are you already have stuff that you can use. Yes. 
That's key. It's whatever your wealth feels like. So yours is like a lot of gold, and that wouldn't be mine. Mm -hmm. And I like the gold accents, but they're very different feelings. And so it's important to tap into not what you think wealth is, but what wealth feels like to you if you want to activate that. Exactly. I have a, a, a client for whom wealth is actually minimalist. You know, the, the really clean, clear tables, there's almost nothing except one beautiful vase on a, sh- on a, on a whole bookshelf, you know. Uh, she's, got, she's got just like one incredible painting on a huge wall, whereas for me, I would fill the entire wall with paintings. But no, she wants one piece because space for her, that feeling of spaciousness and expansion, mm-hmm. that is her wealth key. And so everything is designed, She it is deliberately chosen and very, very minimalist. And she spends her money on a housekeeping service because absolute cleanliness is part of her wealth. And so she's, you know, she doesn't want to spend all day doing it herself, so she gets somebody in to do exactly what she needs. So it it is entirely individual, and it's really, really important to honor yours. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. let anybody tell you a should. Nobody, you know, uh, you know. There's always, I always see these people on on social media who tell you, you know, um, you're, you're playing small if you don't travel around the world or you don't right. live in hotels or you don't fly first class. Well, what if what if your big living doesn't involve flying at all? What right. if your big living involves having? Um, a small garden that you grow your own food and that is wealth for you. You know, mm-hmm. that knowing that what's on your plate came from your garden, that is wealth. Um, it's, it's, a very, it's very easy to be influenced by what the social media and the media at large says wealth is. It's okay. very important for us on this path that we're on to be very clear again about what wealth is for us. Mhm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of wealth, I have something to tell you, and then I want to um, get to Kathleen's question um, and talk about a little bit something really cool. I think Kathleen did. Um, but so I had this idea, you know, in my old place, but before I moved to the studio where we went shopping the first time, um, I had those French doors mm-hmm. with the glass. Um, well, the people who moved into that, they wanted, they didn't. They wanted solid doors. So I got them solid doors, but I saved those doors, and I wasn't really sure why. And the other day, I thought, oh, my gosh, I could paint those white. I could hang it on the wall, and I could put my Hawaii pictures behind the glass so that it looks like you're looking out a a French, you know, patio door to Hawaii. And then when you open it, I could paint my whiteboard and put it in that my office. so smart. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Isn't that cool? I was like, oh, my gosh. Then it's like looking out into Hawaii. I have the space to close my whiteboard. Nobody, you know, I have a huge whiteboard behind it so that I can, you know, do my thing, open it up when I want, and then just shut it, and it just looks like it's something really cool. Mm, perfect. Perfect. I love the sound of that. Awesome. Cool. I was so excited to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And so you kind of answered. So Kathleen, 
um, is manifesting her move to California. And one of the coolest things I think she did, she's gotten her California posters, which is awesome, like we suggested on the first call. I always love when people do what we suggest. Yes. Um, <laughs> when people take action, that's awesome. And uh, But one of the cool things I thought she she said that she was going to do last night is get a very, very blue um, shower curtain like the California sky. Love it. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah. and and the thing is that simply choosing that with the intention of the California sky, that is just, that it, that will amp it up so much. Every time she showers, it's going to, it's going to have that feeling. Um, and then she could maybe get a, um, a sandy-colored mat so that it, yeah, that's the beach color and a few shells. And she's got the California beach right where, you know, where she goes in and out every day. Yeah. I thought that was, that was an awesome idea. And then she had asked if there's anything you can do, um, you know, to anchor the – is there a moving area? And you said the travel sector is the front right corner? Yes. As you stand in your in your front door again. The, the 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 front right corner of your house is the front right section of your house is your travel and helpful people. So um, I had a picture of my realtor there for the first <laughs> when I wanted to sell my house, and we sold yeah. it in the first six days. So um, I had her card, not a picture of her, but it had a picture yeah. of her on it. But her business card stayed in a very pretty little um, dish in the in the helpful people area, and she sold our house. Um, so, yeah, that, that is a perfect place to put it. Um, but basically, if you're looking to move house, the first thing I will tell you is to start loving on the house that you have. Mm-hmm. Because the reason for this, and it's a big distinction, because I actually wrote a blog post that says how to sell your house the LOA, the LOA way um, and then how to do it when it doesn't work because the first time it didn't work. And <laughs> what was happening was I kept going... I don't like this house because right. it's too close to the road, it has a split level, and a lot of, and I can't wait to leave it, right? So I kept, I kept looking at this house that I'm going to, and what happened was everybody who came into the house went, yeah, I like the house, but I don't like the road, and I don't like the split level. They would actually pick up on everything that I didn't like about the house. Mm-hmm. So, and, of course, what you focus on, you get more of. So yep. that was my big, my big awareness was that, I had to I had to start loving my house so that I could attract people who loved my house as much as I did. So I loved the fact that it was right on a bus route, which meant you didn't have to have two cars. It meant that the kids could just sort of fall out of bed and onto the school bus. It was really cool. Um, I loved the the big yard and I loved the trees and I loved and I and I started making it look as much as as good as I possibly could. And, of course, when it came to the time to lift it, I had hardly any staging to do. And, um, you know, and, and the second person who walked into the house bought it. And she loved the murals that I had put up, um, even though my, my realtor said, you may have to take those down, but we'll see. No, this lady, lady bought it because she loved the murals. So um, if you want to move house, make sure that you that you attract people who love it as much as you used to when you bought it. I mean, I know you want to move on, but at some point you have to love on your home because that allows you to grow further. Yes. Perfect. And um, Jess, will you say what's 
what's the helpful people section? Is it just a place where you should put pictures of them or? Interestingly, it amounts to anybody that's helpful. And um, some people put their um, their spiritual altar there. So they may put uh-huh. their statue of Jesus or their statue of Buddha or um, pictures of angels, whatever. They may put that there. But sometimes it's a lot more practical. And it's, uh, you know, a picture of a realtor or it's somebody that, you know, um, you're going to get uh, a, a book deal from. Or I actually at one stage couple of years back now, I wrote a pretend list of clients. I wanted five clients and I wrote made up names and I said, uh-huh. okay, so this is client number one and her name is this and client number two is that and I put them in, I put it in my um, helpful people and they, they arrived. I got five clients. So um, it's purely helpful people, helpful energies. If they can be people alive or dead or, you know, a deity or not. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it's helpful people, and uh, when you activate that area, it can it can bring a lot of surprise support in your life. Cool, that's awesome. Mm. All right. Well, uh, do you have anything else before we, any final thoughts for today? Nope. Just to say, follow your gut. Follow what you love. If it delights you, chances are it's the right thing. Yes, especially when it comes to wealth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. So this is awesome. This is the Q&A call. We will do a another kind of wrap-up call, and hopefully we'll be looking at pictures. We might do it webinar style. Um, but um, you can always get a hold of us. Um, you can get a hold of us on our websites or on Facebook. You can find me, the Champagne Life Group, and Jackie running her fabulous parlor. So. It was wonderful. Thank you. I love doing these things with you. So uh, I'll be sorry that next week is the last one. I know. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) But so till then, uh, yeah, people know where to get hold of us. It's going to be fun. Yes, definitely. Thank you, sweetie. You too. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.